Perfect Stranglers contains graphic and explicit content suitable for mature listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hi everyone, welcome to Perfect Stranglers. My name is Kylie. And I'm Bree. And welcome to the show. Can you believe we have, this is one, and then after this we have one, two, three, four more episodes left. Wow. We're really getting down. Getting down to the end of it. Slightly bothers me that we're going to have like 91 episodes and not 100. Not enough to be syndicated. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it bothers me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Well, that's showbiz, baby. <laughs> it's fine. I'll get over it. It's a really good like exposure therapy for my um my like OCD of needing a whole round numbers. Yeah. Hey, so yeah. when you like when you like turn up the volume on your TV, does it have to be an even number? Not necessarily an even number. I used to be okay, so I used to be really really bad with it. Like I used to have to like turn off light switches, like smooth down a light switch, like turn off light switch, switch a certain way. When I shut a doorknob, I had to like put my hand underneath it and like round it over. Uh-huh. When I would lay down, I would repeat numbers 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 5, 6, 7, 8, 7, 8, 9, 10, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 7, 8, 7, 8, 7 8 9, 10, over and over and over again, like to calm myself. Like I was really, really bad. I don't think I've ever told anyone this besides my therapist, but I used to have a bunch of things like that that I would have to do to like calm myself. But ever since I like, I'm not in any anxiety meds anymore, but it's gotten a lot better as I've gotten older and have like learned how to control it. But with numbers like that, I used to be really bad. Mm-hmm. Like it would have to be on not even like rounded numbers, like like two or five or 10 or whatever. It would have to be on like 13. Like I would pick a number and it would have to be that number. Even if it wasn't loud enough? Yeah, it would either, if it was either, it either had to be on like, 7, 13, 22, like weird numbers like that. Like I couldn't have it any on any other numbers. It had to be on these like weird specific numbers. Huh. I like I multiples of five. Open on captions. Huh? I like multiples of five. Like 5, 10, 15, 20? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So not, it doesn't have to be an even number. just has to be a multiple of five. I think a lot of people are, a lot of people do that with certain things. Yeah. <clears throat> but... I mean, yeah, it's I not going to, I'm not going to like not be able to sleep if, if like it gets put on like 23 or something, but like I oh, would I, prefer it. Oh, I had a whole like rituals I would have to do or else I would not be able to like get comfortable in sleep. I would have to get up and do them. And there are like certain, back when I was like, <clears throat> I grew up fairly religious and it instilled a lot of fear in me. And I think that's partially where it came from. Like just religion in general instilled a lot of fear. My mom instilled a lot of fear in me about religion and cause she's scared of fucking everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, I remember like having to say certain prayers before bed. And if I didn't say a prayer for someone, I would be 100% dead sure that they were going to die if I didn't. Yeah. Like 100% it was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know what changed. It must've been, I don't know if it was when I got on anxiety medicine when I was in like my mid twenties or I'm not really sure what changed. Which but, is kind yeah. of like weird because like, okay, I mean, I grew up Lutheran and superstitions are not like, they're like 
like frowned upon yeah it's like superstitions but that kind of sounds like superstitious and I mean, it is if you think about it a lot of religion stuff does seem kind of superstitious 100% like you have to do certain things or else something bad is going to happen yeah like don't walk under a ladder or else you're going to die right if you don't say your prayers you're not going to go to heaven yeah yeah it's yeah same thing so yeah i don't know how we got on oh yeah counting numbers yeah it was like a weird mix of religious fear and anxiety that came turned into like really bad ocd mm-hmm. yeah i could see that which i think is why i'm like like i still like i'm a, I'm a clean freak i don't like crumbs anywhere i don't like clutter like crumbs on the counter drive me nuts like this is gonna be a little bit tmi but i don't care because it hi i'm me like i can't have sex on a like when i was especially when i was like younger you know how sometimes like when you're younger and fun you want to like have sex on the couch or have sex in public or like have sex anywhere but not on a bed (laughs) i literally couldn't because i didn't want crumbs touching me like on the carpet or whatever like no because i don't want crumbs touching me it's reasonable and like it was that bad like it stopped me from being spontaneous in my life mm-hmm. and having like a fun new relationship yeah this ocd well nobody wants crumbs on their butt no exactly and i st- I stand by it like i don't want crumbs in my butt a bed <laughs> exists for a reason you either go to bed or you go to sleep if you're going to bed you're fucking if you're going to sleep you're sleeping <laughs> just saying <laughs> just throwing it out there <sighs> Oh, we're at our we're at our six minute mark. Bree, should I attempt to do housekeeping? All right. <laughs> I'm so nervous. <laughs> uh I cause I you know what it is? You wanna know what it is? I don't have my housekeeping script up anymore in front of me. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't have that anymore. I have it written out. Hi Stranglers. Thank you. Oh, I'm gonna do it. And I'm going to mess it up, but it's fine. Hi Stranglers. Uh thank you so much for listening to us for all these two years. <laughs> We greatly appreciate you. Um, We are, as you know, ending the podcast here after season two. Um, So unfortunately, there's not time for you to send in your listener stories. However, all of our stuff is going to remain active. Our email address, our um, you're still going to be able to see everything on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all of that stuff, and on our social media. So if you are a listener listening to this and you're like, oh my God, it's three years later and I have a story to tell them, still send it because you know what? We're probably still going to be monitoring it every once in a while so send that on over and um brie what else do you say um is that it no uh let's see um take please take a second to give us a rating on whatever platform you listen to us on we'd greatly appreciate that Um, and also please subscribe to us on whatever platform you listen to us on because you don't want to miss our stacked episode list and you definitely don't want to miss the finale of perfect stranglers that's right oh and follow us on social media so you can keep in touch yes follow us on social media and uh back to the show what are we talking about okay so so last week i said that we were going to keep that same energy the uh kind of light-hearted type of deal so yeah this week we're talking about lesser known cryptids so you know everyone knows you know uh bigfoot and nessie and you know all the the cryptids like that we did mothman 
So those are kind of mm-hmm. like your uh, the the cryptids that a lot of people know about. Um, so I picked a handful of cryptids that I knew nothing about, and maybe our listeners don't know uh, about them either. So let's dig in. So the these cryptids that I'm talking about today, they are from different places in the United States of America, um, but a few of them are from other places around the world. The first one we will talk about is the squonk of northern Pennsylvania. The what? Squonk. It is spelled S- How do you spell? S-Q-U-O-N-K. It just like reminds me of a boot stepping in mud. Squonk, squonk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, they are a creature of northern Pennsylvania, particularly the hemlock forests of northern Pennsylvania. The earliest written account of squonks was from a book that was published in 1910 entitled Fearsome Creatures of the Lumberwoods. There were many tales of squonks in the late 19th century at the height of the Pennsylvania timber and hunting industry. A squonk looks kind of like a wrinkly, ugly pig uh, with ill-fitting skin that bunches up and makes rolls. It's covered in warts. Yeah. It's covered in warts and has tusks and the squonk knows that they are ugly creatures and they're ashamed of themselves. So they hide from plain sight and they spend most of their time crying. <laughs> oh, am I a squonk? Mm, poor little fellas. I feel like I'm a squonk. <laughs> Hunters who have allegedly um, tried catching these creatures have found uh, that a squonk's defense is to completely dissolve into a pool of tears and bubbles when they're threatened or cornered. A man... I must... No, I'm not a squonk. That's not me. (laughs) Sometimes I feel like it, though. Um, A man by the name of J.P. Wentling claims that... uh, to have coaxed a squonk into a bag and when he carried it home he felt the bag lighten and when he looked inside uh all that was in there was the liquid left by the tear puddles of the squonk poor little squonk oh he sounds like a cute little thing how do you spell it again s-q-u-o-n-k sad little squonk oh it's like a really fucked up eeyore that's what i thought it's like the Eeyore of cryptids. It's cute in like a really gross way. <laughs> All right. I like it. The next one is kind of a scary one. Um, okay. It's called the Pope Lick Monster. Ooh. Also known as the Goat Man of Louisville, Kentucky. But more specifically, Ooh. this part man, part goat, which uh, lives under um, a railroad bridge over Pope Lick Creek in, Fisher, in the Fisherville neighborhood of Louisville. <clears throat> okay. Okay. A little history about this Pope Lick Creek. So, so Pope is the name of the last name of a person who owned the land. And the, okay. the lick is like a mineral lick. So you okay. have like a salt lick, 
like a man-made like salt lick for deer while there are actual mm-hmm. natural mineral or salt licks that are in like stones that where like deer or other animals will go and they will lick lick it and they'll get nutrient like like minerals and sodium and stuff from it um so that's why it's called that so this is it's more of an urban legend than a cryptid because there have been no actual reported sightings and the stories seem to have originated in the 1980s but the legend goes that the poplic monster uses hypnosis or mimicry to lure people onto the railroad bridge before they meet their death by getting run over by a train or falling to their death from the 772 foot high bridge so there are people who have gone on like a quest to find this monster and Mm -hmm. a lot of them have died um because either you're gonna get run over by the train or you have to hang on to like the the track or like the boards or something yeah for like a good like five minutes well the train passes and it's it's very loud and it shakes the um the bridge and stuff so it's really really hard to hang on uh i can't it was like recently but recently and by recently i mean like within the past 10 years um Mm -hmm. a a woman and her boyfriend um the woman died because she was run over but the guy actually held on um to the like the bridge underneath it um so this reminds me of goldman's bridge is do you know what goldman's bridge is? no where's that is it the same thing it's in texas oh okay no, but I thought it was because I looked up Pope like Monster because I want to know what these things look like. Mm-hmm. I all It looks very similar. It seems very similar. There is a great episode of Ghost Adventures that they go to Goatman's Bridge. It's one of the scariest episodes I've ever seen of it, to be honest with you. And so highly recommend. I don't know what season or anything it's on, mm-hmm. but um, I thought that's what it was because it also looks similar to... Yeah, it just yeah. seems like it. I wonder if that's, like, a story that, like, they told to try and keep people off the bridge, but it kind of backfired and people want to go looking for it. Um, Another version of the legend states that the Poplic monster attacks its victims with an axe. Still, another version of that legend is that the uh, goat man monster that lives near this bridge was a circus freak that vowed revenge after being mistreated. Um, several deaths have occurred on the bridge due to people seeking this creature um, to get a look at mm-hmm. it and the bridge is is actually still in use by the railroad and trespassers will be arrested if they manage to escape with their life so don't recommend searching for the public monster yeah probably won't be doing that yeah uh the next cryptid is the tatzel worm the what so I first how do you, heard about how do you spell this. It? Um, the tats. Okay, the tatsel worm. Sorry, I need to look at all of these as you're talking because yep. I need to know what you're talking about. So I okay. I was you know how like Facebook will like like send like send you ads or like you'll be scrolling through and it'll be like a targeted ad for you. So I yeah. there was this one where it was like plush 
um, Mothman, like a little Mothman plushy figure. Yeah. And they also had a, uh, like, Mothman's girlfriend who was um, one of those, like, pink gypsy moths. It was really cute. Yeah. And then another plushie that they had was this tatzel worm. And I had never heard of it, so I looked into it. Um, Is this what kind of started your whole want to do a cryptids episode? Yeah, of the cryptids that I never heard of. Yeah. Yes, it was. It was my inspiration. Um, So the, the tatzel worm is a cryptid that originates from the folklore of the Alpine region of South Central Europe. Southern Germany, Switzerland, and Austria-type area. The tatzelworm is a lizard-like creature with a face of a cat. They are allegedly quite large, measuring between one and seven feet in length. They have, um, they have two to six feet on their body, and they are sometimes said to be venomous or have poison breath. Uh, and the noises that they make vary from a shrieking high high-pitched sound um to whistles or hisses two to six arms yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, like how does how does one i don't know all i can think of is like either you're born with two arms or you're born with six you know what i mean right how can it vary so much i don't know (laughs) yeah um The first recorded accounts of these creatures were depicted in 17th century illustrations um, depicting the creature and the anecdotes accompanying them. The tatzel worm had been seen by multiple men who claimed that their cow's milk had been stolen by the tatzel worm. Um, But the incidents uh, stopped when this creature was allegedly killed. A 70-year-old man in the late 1600s by the name of Johann uh, Egerter claimed that when the dragon-like creature with an enormous head and two limbs exhaled its breath, he immediately felt overcome with dizziness and headache. The tatzel worm, or stalin worm, as it is sometimes called, is believed to appear after humid, humidly hot weather or when the weather is going through a volatile change. Hmm. It was said that placing a white rooster near pasturing cows could ward off the tatzel worm. In the 1800s, a zoologist named Samuel Studer offered payment of three to four gold coins for anyone who could bring him the remains of a tatzel worm. No one took him up on that offer. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Well, yeah, I can't can't imagine why. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. So, the next one is called the Snallygaster. <laughs> <laughs> um. The Snallygaster. Snallygaster. So this creature has its roots in 1700s Germany. Uh, and is Ooh, it's creepy looking. Yeah, it is some uh, somewhat similar to the tatzel worm, but it seems that the German immigrants who settled in America kept their tales alive because the tales of the snallygasters are still told today in Maryland and Virginia. A snallygaster is a bird reptile hybrid creature. 
American newspaper accounts yeah. from February and March in 1909 describe the creature with enormous wings, a long pointed bill, and claws like steel hooks, and an eye in the center of its forehead, that, and also that it made screeches that sounded like a train whistle. Earlier accounts from colonial America described German immigrants being terrorized by a creature called a Schnellergeist, which means <laughs> quick ghost, which eventually became bastardized as being called the Snallygaster instead of a Schnellergeist. No. Um, Poor guy. Yeah. They were rumored to swoop down silently from the sky and snatch their victims up in their claws and carry them away. The earlier stories claimed that the Snallygaster sucked the blood of its victims. People would paint a seven-sided star on the side of their barn to keep the Snallygasters at bay, and these stars can still be seen painted on the sides of barns in the area of the, the East Coast yet today. The Snallygaster is featured in the movie Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Never saw it. Um, and also in the video game Fallout 76. They also Never played it. They also have an ice cream flavor named after them and also a whiskey. So he's kind of like Ooh, a little really? mascot now. Yeah. All right. Interesting. I've got two left for you here. Next is the Ozark Howler, also called the Wampus Cat. This cryptid gets its name from the sound that it makes, which sounds like an unearthly scream that is half human sounding, but also has been compared to a wolf's howl, an elk's bugle, or a woman screaming, and sounds so frightening that it stops those who hear it in their tracks and gives them a chill down their spine. Those so is this where we get Caddy Wampus from? Maybe. Like... I feel like this is where we get cattywampus from. Maybe. And why do all these things sound like a woman screaming? Right? I don't know. Like, I don't like that. I don't like it either. I, they, the website that I, um, or one of the websites that I used for this gave, um, some suggestions as to what it might be and then it would and then it had like a little like little sound clips of um an elk which sounds really weird um yeah it gave the sounds of um raccoons fighting it gave sounds of a red red fox is a red fox or a red wolf i can't remember but they all sound mm -hmm. very like screamy so who knows yeah <clears throat> Um, those who uh, claim to have seen the creature describe its appearance as a huge shaggy mountain cat or bear or even a creature that kind of looks like a combination of both with horns. Um, mm -hmm. It has stocky legs and a thick body. It's usually black but sometimes is gray. And the earliest sightings of the Ozark Howler are, are from the early 1800s when legend has it that none other than Daniel Boone encountered the creature and shot at it in Missouri. Um, the Ozark Howler is said to inhabit the remote areas of Arkansas, Missouri, Oklahoma, and Texas. Some biologists um, 
who believe that the Ozark Howler might be real have a theory that it could be a mountain lion breed that either mutated into a new subspecies uh, or um, that it could be a hybrid of uh, an, a mountain lion and an unknown creature. The most recent Ozark Howler encounter was in 2015 when someone claimed to have photographed the Ozark Howler uh, at Devil's Den State Park. It's a little bit of a blurry photograph too, if you if you find it. Could you imagine running into these animals out in the wild? Oh right, I know. Well, even like like, like I'm just a normal like thinking of a world where these animals exist, uh-huh. and we didn't have like cute animals. We had these, right? Or like like I could not imagine. Did you ever watch Lost? Yes. Where there was just, like, like weird shit on that island that, like, they just never heard or saw before. That'd be so, so creepy. Yeah. Um, it would be so bizarre. So the next cryptid is another one that I've never heard of before, and it is from the jungles of Indonesia. Um, and since okay. va- vast, thick jungle- jungles contain plants and animals that have yet to be discovered... Um, and new species are discovered all the time. This one seems plausible. Um, so it's called the Ahul. Uh, okay. It is a large winged creature with features of both a chimpanzee and a bat. It has dark Ooh. eyes, red skinned wings, large claws on its forearms, and is covered in gray fur. It's said to have a massive wingspan between 18 to 28 feet, which is three times the size of the largest bat known to man, which is the flying fox. Mm-hmm. The first known sighting of the Ahul goes back to 1925 when a naturalist, Dr. Ernest uh, Bartels, was um, exploring a waterfall in the Selec Mountains and the creature flew directly overhead. Two years later, the same naturalist, Dr. Ernest Bartels, uh, saw the creature again when he was laying inside, um, in his cot inside a thatched roof house, listening to the sounds of the jungle. He heard a very different animal sound coming from directly overhead of the hut, which was very loud, and it sounded like, ahool, ahool, and that's how the creature got his name. <laughs> <laughs> Well, how'd that go again? <laughs> ahool, how, how, ahool. How'd that? <laughs> I'm going to tell Everly that that's what owls sound like. Ahool, ahool. She's going to go to school and everyone's going to go, make a sound of an owl. What is what O sounds for? Owl. Hoo, hoo. And she's going to go, ahool, ahool. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Um, different, like, languages have different, like, like animal sounds. You know, I don't. I don't get it. Like, okay, I don't understand. For like, like, the one that I know is um, for a frog. You know, like in America, Mm -hmm. we say like a frog is ribbit ribbit. Well, in Spanish, Mm -hmm. they say coqui coqui. How I don't don't understand. I have no idea because a frog literally does not sound like that. Mm, No, I mean, and how to how to them? Because we hear the same thing. Yeah. 
the Spanish frogs have an accent, maybe. <laughs> I need someone to explain this to me because it truly makes no sense. Like if you hear a, a, a tiger, it goes roar. Right. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't say anything else. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it either. So um, this flying primate creature has had sightings all over Indonesia and Southeast Asia. And it is thought that it could be a surviving population of a pterosaur, which to be specific is not a dinosaur, but a distant cousin of a dinosaur. So a... um, a pterosaur so a pterodactyl is a type mm-hmm. of pterosaur oh yeah okay yeah so and that's 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 all our cryptids today have you had you heard of any of those i don't think so no yeah there's some random ones i will say that the first one the squawk kind of ugly the squonk, the the boot mush and ugly eeyore, that one is definitely my favorite. Yeah, just seems like it needs needs a hug. Right, it's kind of endearing. Like more than, yeah. Like I would, I would like a squonk, a squonk plushie. Yeah, like they'd be cute. They kind of, um, what are those things called? A, t- uh, those things, they're like microscopic. I want to call it a terabyte, but that's like, like a. That's computer. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, do you know what I'm talking about? Gosh, that's gonna bug I me. I think so. I have no idea what to even like think of what to look up to figure out what you're I know what you're talking about. Uh I have no I know, but I have no idea. Oh my god. Um It's like a microbe, isn't it? Or a small, small tiny uh troglodyte. Microorganism? Trogla- it's a microorganism, right? I have no idea what it's called. A water bear? A water bear? Tardigrade. Tardigrades. Water bear. Oh, yep. That's kind of what a squonk looks like. Okay, I'm looking at a water bear and it looks like a, um, uh, a tan tent material that has been filled up with water and then slightly deflated <laughs> filled up with like pudding but then slightly deflated <laughs> right yeah i guess Ooh. or like filled up with a really really like well used like bendable paper bag yeah you know mm-hmm. god they're weird looking yeah i want to touch one weird Okay, you guys look up water bear. <sighs> okay, Brie. Is that, is that, de- is that, I can't talk. I would say it's COVID brain, but it's not. It's moving brain, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I have, it's been a week. Yeah. Thank you so much for going over well known under, I was going to say, <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. Not well-known cryptids. One cryptid we never did from Josh Gates show one of his shows was aisha candisha mm-hmm. and i just like saying it yeah because it's and i tried like to do name. it but there just wasn't like a there just wasn't enough information for me to make a whole episode out of it mm-hmm. unless they did like the haunting part but there wasn't even really much to go off of but 
It's just fun to say. Uh, what show was that on? I have no idea. It was one of the dra- Destination Truth, Haunted Island, Mora- it's a Moroccan succubus. It was on Destination Truth. Okay. Oh, season four, episode seven. Cool. Is what Google says. I'm going to have to check that out. Um, Might be on Discovery Plus. Yes, it is on Discovery Plus. Okay. Awesome. I know what I'm doing tonight. Hell yeah. I'm going to be trash and watch the Kardashians. Okay. And learn how Kim, learn how Kim Kardashian fell in love with Pete Davidson. Ugh. So jealous. I love their I love their relationship. I know. I'm gonna be honest. I fucking love it. Yeah. Go her. She just wanted sex from him. That's all she wanted. She wanted Pete. She wanted Pete's big dick energy. She just wanted sex, which like, go you. You fucking deserve it. According after being with that trash Kanye. Right. According get it, girl. to Ariana Grande, it's it's not just energy. He really gets it. He has. I mean, he's gotten some of the hottest women in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. He's like, I dig it. The whole the whole situation, I dig it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a big Pete mm-hmm. Davidson fan. I'm really sad that he's I am too. Uh, left SNL now, but yeah, I am too. It was time though. A lot of them left all at once. Yeah, a lot I of wonder. The good ones like, left all at once. I wonder if something happened. Yeah. Or if it was odd, yeah. Or if they all were just or like, their contracts. Oh well, that could be. That could because be. they all kind of started at the same time too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, mystery solved. <laughs> <laughs> we did it! Yay! We solved one case in this whole show. <laughs> right? <laughs> Go us. <sighs> all right, kids. That's all for now. We will chat with you next Thursday. Bye, everyone. <laughs>